So I'm J.D. Holt, and welcome to the NFL Report. We are here to give you the latest news around the NFL. So let's get right into it. With our first segment of this podcast, we are going to be talking about trades in the NFL. Now, Carlos Dunlap was just traded to Seattle for B.J. Finley and a seventh-round pick. Now, for Cincinnati, this is huge because they acquire B.J. Finley uh, for more protection for Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow needs that protection if you want to have a long-lasting quarterback. And, and you know, for Cincinnati, that's big. They've, they've been very – they're struggling on the offensive line, and they need some more protection for Joe Burrow. And I believe if Joe Burrow gets his protection, he's going to be able to shine in this league, and he's going to be able to do very, very well. Also, the Bengals signed former Bills guard Quentin Spain – and again, that's another good addition. He's been a solid starter for Buffalo for, I believe, four years. And it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of gets in the mix for Cincinnati. And let's see how that kind of turns over there in Cincinnati. Now, Seattle getting Carlos Dunlap is huge. Carlos Dunlap, again, a salty veteran defensive end. I mean, you can't say enough about Carlos Dunlap. He can rush the passer. He can contain the edge. He's just overall a solid player. And Seattle, building their defense to, way, to the way they want it to be built is also key here. With Carlos Dunlap, again, he, he brings the experience, a good locker room presence. And Carlos Dunlap finally gets a home to where he can finally win some football games. And it's going to be good for him and good for the whole league to see how Carlos Dunlap can excel in Seattle's defense, but under Ken Norton. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that turns out. Another big trade that happened today is defensive end Everson Griffin gets traded to Detroit for a draft pick. Now, Everson Griffin getting traded to Detroit is huge for Detroit after coming off a big win against Atlanta in Atlanta. It's going to be very huge to see what Everson Griffin can do for this Detroit defense that's kind of been struggling. Uh, After losing Darius Slay, they haven't been really solid at the cornerback position. And it's going to be really cool to see what Everson Griffin can do in a Detroit uniform. And for the Cowboys, I think they're just trying to get rid of all these veterans that have these kind of weird contracts and they're trying to start fresh and they want to get more young guys getting more reps. That's why I believe Everson Griffin is gone and out of the picture in Dallas. Now, some there are some big trades, I believe, that are going to happen before the trade deadline. And I'm going to give you a couple here. Las Vegas Raiders, I believe, are going to trade. As a, as a big blockbuster trade, I believe they're going to go out and acquire Stephon Gilmore. Now, Stephon Gilmore, I mean, he's probably one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, probably the best cornerback in the NFL. And again, I think the Raiders are, are looking for that piece to where, to where they're trying to build off this one piece. And again, as I can see Stephon Gilmore potentially getting traded to the Raiders, the Raiders did go out and get Damon Arnett in the first round. And Damon Arnett, I mean, he's been hurt. He has a cast, but he's looking to come off, come off injury reserve soon. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Raiders do before the trade deadline. Another uh, heat, uh, hot take uh, trade that potentially could happen 
which in my opinion is a long shot, but possible is Atlanta getting rid of Julio Jones and the Raiders making a move for Julio Jones. Now, for Derek Carr, that would be huge. I mean, Julio Jones, and again, he's a top three wide receiver. He, he's one of the best, and you can't deny that. He's had kind of an injury kind of year in Atlanta this year, but it's going to be interesting to see how, how Julio Jones can adapt if Matt Ryan is gone next year, which could be the case because their record is not looking good. They, they might want to tank for the number one pick and maybe get Trevor Lawrence or another quarterback in the draft. But again, that's one of the bigger trades that I see that could happen in before the trade deadline. Now, I believe that the New Orleans Saints, if they want to be able to get to where they want to be, they need to make a trade ASAP. And I think that they need a trade for Ryan Kerrigan. And the reason why I say this is because Ryan Kerrigan has proven that he can he can rush the passer, and he he can. And I I believe that that would be a good trade for the Saints to make and help them get up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and be able to rush Tom Brady. Because we saw last week, if you don't rush Tom Brady and give him time, he still has that pinpoint accuracy. And he's still the best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. I mean, he, he, he it's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. He is the GOAT. No, Matt, no, I don't care what people say. Tom Brady is the GOAT. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens in New Orleans. And I believe, maybe, you know what, maybe they go out and get a wide receiver. Uh, you know, with all the injuries that have been going on, maybe trade Emmanuel Sanders and get a pick. I don't know. But I believe that they need to make a move. Or something needs to happen if they want to compete for the division title. Because if they don't, then they're going to be stuck in the mud. Uh, I believe another big trade that could happen is the Arizona Arizona Cardinals acquired David Njoku for a fifth-round pick. Um, again, I, I think this is a good move for the Arizona Cardinals. I don't really I, I don't see the Cardinals ever ever really having a good tight end. I haven't seen the Cardinals really work with a tight end. Um, but again, I think acquiring someone like David Njoku could be very huge. And David Njoku's not getting really a lot of snaps in, in Cleveland. And, uh, you know, I think I think that's going to be a great, uh, could be a great addition to the team. As they did sign Foster Moreau, the Raiders DN from the practice squad, I think Arizona needs to make a move. So they can win their division and, you know, make a run in the playoffs. They're going to be a good playoff team. It's just whether if they can continue to win and not continue to play at the level of the weaker opponent and just win good football games. Now for the next segment, we're going to be talking about the power rankings, the week eight power rankings that have come out throughout the weeks. Now, at number one, they have the Kansas City Chiefs. Still Kansas City Super Bowl favorites right now. I mean, it's after, after losing the Week 5 loss to the Las Vegas Raiders, I still think the Kansas City Chiefs, they, they didn't lose a step. They just regrouped and are playing even better. They just beat Denver. And I think, honestly, that is accurate. Now, 
A surprising number two here is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, for, for, for them to maybe even be at that number one, I think they got to win this week. And again, they play Baltimore this week, and that's a great challenge for Big Ben in this offense. And it's going to be very interesting to see. I mean, they got Claypool on the outside. They got Juju. I mean, Claypool has been a great find for Pittsburgh. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in Pittsburgh. I think I think they got a good running back in James Conner. I think Big Ben has still got it. And I think their wide receivers are good. And don't get me started on their defense. Their defenses are ballers. You know, they, they walk around with a lot of swag on that football field. And it's always exciting to watch Pittsburgh as a team. And number three, Tampa Bay, after beating the Raiders, it proves that Tom Brady still has it. And Rob Gronkowski, that Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski connection is still alive in Tampa Bay. And now they just acquire Antonio Brown. And we're going to see how that turns out. It's going to be very interesting. Coming in at number four, we got the Baltimore Ravens. Again, Baltimore, I think, are still a solid team in the AFC. We just got to see. I think we need to see more of Lamar sitting in the pocket and throwing the football down the field. As crazy as that sounds, because that's not really how their offense works, I think they need to excel at getting kind of surprising teams and getting uh, getting Lamar Jackson to throw the ball in the pocket. And I think that that would be great for Baltimore to be able to excel at his throwing. And uh, it's going to open up the playbook even more for Baltimore if they're able to do that. Coming in at number five, the Green Bay Packers, again, Aaron Rodgers, still one of the best in the NFL. And it's going to be pretty cool to see how Green Bay does. I mean, Green Bay has got, you know, an interesting team, and they can also make a deep run in the playoffs. Coming in at number six, we got the Seattle Seahawks. Again, Russell Wilson, I think, should win MVP this year. He's playing out of his mind. But the, he did just come up a loss against Arizona in Arizona, and that's, you know, that's a very interesting, again, it's, it, the Cardinals are in a very interesting conference in their division. You know, again, I think the Cardinals have a good shot at potentially making a run to the Super Bowl. I really do. I think the Cardinals have a great team. But now with Seattle, they made their adjustments. They signed or traded Carlos for Carlos Dunlap. Again, you know, the sky's the limit for Seattle. It's It's just all about how. Russell Wilson can carry the team to victory. At number seven, we got the Tennessee Titans coming off a loss against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, that was a good that was a good game. You know, Tennessee, I think I think if Tennessee fall, falls behind in a football game, it's very hard to catch up. But if they if they're able to chew the clock and are able to get the run game established with Derrick Henry, it's they're a very hard team to beat. I mean, we almost saw it last year in the playoffs against Kansas City. I mean, they really had that game won. It was just Patrick Mahomes and, and his offense are able to score points fast. I mean, they could score it in, in the matter of seconds, and it's like a blink of an eye. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Tennessee can do. Buffalo. Buffalo, again, you know, Buffalo, they, they kind of stayed the same at number eight. Uh, I believe Buffalo is still a legit team. Um, you know, even though they had a shaky win against New York, um, you know, it's it, you know they're still, I think, a great football team. 
I just think we need to see more of their offense have that explosion that we know they have. Uh, Stephon Diggs having an incredible year with them. And it's very interesting to see how, you know, how, how what they're going to do. Um, with the, at number nine, we got the Los Angeles Rams. Now the Rams coming off a big win against Chicago on Monday night. And uh, Jalen Ramsey proving why he's proving why he's one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Uh, he had a game ceiling pick uh, over Jimmy Graham uh, to seal the game against uh, Nick against uh, Nick Foles. And uh, again, the Rams, a very interesting team in the NFC that's also trying to make a run in their division and potentially win their division at five and two. Now at number ten. We got the New Orleans Saints again. I don't think New Orleans should be number ten or this high. Uh, I don't think they've they've proven that they're that they're good enough to be this high yet. Uh, I believe Michael Thomas is is been out, and yeah, they're finding ways to win. But again, it's just you know I don't I just don't think the Saints are going to be a, a a team to to be like scared of in the playoffs. I, I really don't. Unless their team is fully healthy by the playoffs, I, I just can't see it. I don't think they should be this high. Now, this team should be higher. And I'm talking about the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, Arizona is doing fantastic under Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona and Kyler Murray leading the pack with De- DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the NFL. I mean, Arizona's legit. They're gonna. I'm telling you, they are going to make a run deep in this postseason, and it's going to be very, very, very interesting to watch Arizona. They're such a fun team to watch. They remind me of the 2016 Raiders. I mean, you know, you'd watch you watch the Raiders, and you're just like, really? They just made that play? You know, it's that's how Arizona is, and having someone like Kyler Murray running around the field. I mean, that it's just so crazy to watch the Arizona Cardinals. And they're a good team, and I can't wait to see what they can do. Now, Cleveland. Uh, again, they got a big test coming up against the Las Vegas Raiders uh, in Cleveland. This is going to be another prove-me game for Cleveland. They came off a shaky loss against uh, Cincinnati. And uh, I believe if, if, if they win this game, I think we got to give the Cleveland Browns some respect. Um, I believe... If, if they win this game without OBJ, it's going to be very interesting to see how Baker Mayfield uh, is going to lead this squad without a, uh, an obj list team. And uh, I can't wait to see what they do uh, this weekend. At number 13, moving up four spots in the power rankings is the Niners. They shocked me this week, uh, beating New England how they did. I mean that that was that was a great performance by Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll tell you that they they are uh, they're a legit team still. I, I told you this that that the defense had to step up and they sure did. Cam Newton got pulled in the third, I believe, the third quarter, and proved why they are still legit and why they are still a force to be reckoned with. Can't wait to watch them coming in at fourteen. We got the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. Uh, coming up to the playoff run, um, they got a tough schedule ahead of them. I believe they play uh, Pittsburgh coming up, and they got they got a couple they got a couple of solid games coming up here in the next couple weeks. And we're going to see if this team can be legit throughout the couple weeks. At number fifteen in the final spot, 
of the top 15. We got the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, Las Vegas coming off a crushing defeat in Las Vegas against Tom Brady and company in the Bucks. Um, again, I just don't think the Raiders have the defense to go far. I, again, I go back to the 2016 Raiders. Um, their offense was one of the best. I mean, if you would have told me who was the team to beat the Patriots in 2016, it was the Las Vegas Raiders, or known as back then the Oakland Raiders. Um, I just don't think they're getting the pass rush that they want. The only pass rush I really see coming from the Raiders is uh, D.N. Max Crosby. Uh, Cleveland Farrell has had an okay year compared to his year last year, but again, there's not enough pressure getting to the quarterback. And we saw what Tom Brady did to that Raiders defense when no pressure got to him. I mean, he absolutely exploited it. And again, they got a big test coming up against Cleveland. And we're going to find out if this Raiders team wants to make a push for the playoffs. I believe the wild card is going to be a 9-7 team or a 10-6 team in the AFC. And that's huge. I mean, that's a, that's big. And, and that you know, then you talk about the, the teams in the NFC East or the NFC least, as I like to say, potentially making a record of two and four. I mean, the AFC is a strong powered conference. And they're, I'm telling you, the Chiefs are a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, I think they're going to make the run for the AFC. Now, for the next segment, we are going to early playoff predictions. Now, I have a lot of interesting ones here. It's, I, again, I think Pittsburgh is going to hold up that number one spot in the playoff chase here. I believe that they're going to gain uh, the first round bye uh, in Santa Kansas City. I, I kind of have it moving the same. Um, I think, in my opinion, how, how it's ranked right now, they have Pittsburgh at one, New England, uh, Kansas City at two, with Tennessee at three, Buffalo at four, uh, Baltimore at five, Cleveland at six, the Colts at seven, with Miami at eight, and the Vegas Las Vegas Raiders at nine. Now, I, I, I believe that Pittsburgh's going to win the conference, and they're going to get the first round bye. Kansas City's going to remain at that number two spot. Now, I think Tennessee falls off a little bit. I think I think Baltimore creeps up to that number three spot and takes over Tennessee. And Tennessee moves down to the four spot and Buffalo moves down to the five. And I believe Cleveland continues their streak of being somewhat hot. Uh, I, I believe they stay at their number six spot. I think that's a good spot for them. With the Colts, they got a tough schedule. And if they don't make a trade or made it, make any acquisitions, I cannot see them holding on to that number seven spot, as well as Miami. I don't think with Tua, they're going to be able to hold up that number eight spot. Um, so I believe the teams to be to potentially make a run at this wild card are the Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers, or the Denver Broncos or New England. My favorite right now is the Raiders. Now you ask me why? Why the Raiders? Well, one, they're three and three, but they're a solid three and three team. They are. I believe if they can acquire someone big at the, before the trade deadline, I believe they're going to be able to make the playoffs. 
and I believe that the Colts are going to fall off, and I believe Miami's going to fall off under them. Now, the Chargers, again, they play Denver this weekend, another uh, division division game for in the AFC West, and that's going to be huge to see, too. I think the Chargers are more of a threat than the Broncos are just because of Justin Herbert in that offense. I can't wait to see what the Chargers do, too. It's going to be great to see the, Va- the Raiders versus the Chargers. Overall, it's going to be great to see what happens in the AFC West. It's going to be very interesting coming through the playoff playoff uh, hunt here. It's going to be pretty interesting. So, finally, with our fifth segment of this podcast, we're going to go into JD's top five games of the week. Now, for my first game, I got Pittsburgh versus Baltimore in Baltimore. Now, again, a division game in the AFC. It's a big one. Baltimore standing at 5-1, and one, and Pittsburgh standing at 6-0. and oh. You know, it's going to be very interesting. I think, honestly, if I had to give my early prediction, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go with a shocker, and it's not really a shocker, but I'm going to go with Baltimore beating Pittsburgh and ending this six-game six game winning streak for Pittsburgh. Because I think Baltimore has more weapons than Pittsburgh in terms of, one weapon that Pittsburgh doesn't have, and that's Lamar Jackson. But if Pittsburgh can contain the outside, I believe that they're going to be able to like almost crumble Lamar Jackson in the pocket, and they're going to have to try to force Lamar to throw the ball downfield. they got to try to force him to throw the ball downfield. For the second game, I have San Francisco versus Seattle. Now, with San Francisco coming off that win in, in New England, you know, I, I think I think you can finally start to say that the Niners are starting to get their, their mojo back. And um, Seattle, you know, coming off a loss against the Cardinals, their division rivals, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in this game uh, after Seattle coming off a, a tough loss and uh, San Francisco coming off a big win in New England. Uh, it's Again, I think it's going to be uh, – it's going to be very interesting to see who wins that game. And this is an ultimate uh, proof. Whoever wins this game, I think, in my opinion, is winning their division. In my opinion. Because I think if San Francisco loses Seattle, they're not going to be able to keep up with Seattle. And uh, if Seattle loses, then San Francisco might overtake them and prove that why, why they made the Super Bowl last year. Uh, for my number three game, I have New Orleans versus Chicago. Two teams that aren't getting credit. Uh, New Orleans not getting credit for their 4-2 record. And Chicago not getting their recognition for their 5-2 and two record. And again, I, I don't think Chicago's legit either. I think this is the, the battle of the two unlegit teams. I don't think Chicago, in terms of offensively, is legit. Uh, I don't think they're going to have Allen Robinson this week. He he just went into the concussion protocol. And Nick Foles, you know, I mean, who knows, though? Nick Foles can work his magic like he did in Philly. And if, if he can do that, then Chicago could be a threat in the playoff run because they do got that bona fide stud Khalil Mack that the Raiders traded him to Chicago. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see this game – uh, you know, the bitter rivalry between New Orleans and Chicago. You know, it's always a fun game to watch. It, it, it's always a fun game to watch. And I uh, can't wait to see this. 
see what Drew Brees can do when Khalil Mack and that defensive front for Chicago is breathing down his neck. It's going to be very interesting to watch this. Now, of course, you got to throw in the NFC least. You know, you always got to throw them in there. And we got Dallas versus Philly this week. Dallas versus Philly in Philadelphia. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this about this uh, division. I mean, it's a it's a joke. But in all seriousness, I I believe that Philadelphia is going to be the front runners to win the division. But let's not sleep on Washington either. Washington coming off a big win. Uh, that was crazy against Dallas. That was pretty insane watching that game. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to be very interesting to see see how this division plays out, as horrible as it is. And, you know, Philadelphia's got that magic. You know, they do. Uh, we're going to have to see what how Carson Wentz does. And, again, I still think that Dallas needs to trade for a quarterback for the meantime for a little replacement to try to win this division and make the playoffs. Um, because there's no faith with Mike McCarthy right now. There's none. The, the locker room has no faith in him. There's there's no camaraderie. There's nothing. And I, I just don't think Dallas is going to have it in him to, to win this game in Philly. Uh, it is Sunday night, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with that game. And for the fourth and final game that I have, no, fifth, fifth game that I have, uh, I got the LA Chargers versus Denver. Uh, I think this is a, again a very a very big game. Uh, I think I think this is a big game for the AFC West in general and the race for the wild card and for the AFC in general because I think the Chargers just had some bad breaks. I think the Chargers have gotten some bad breaks within games where again I go back to the Chiefs game where I mean the game was in their hands they just missed the field goal for the win. Um, Denver, you know, they, they had a big, they had a big win in New England, you know, it could go either way, but Denver's facing injuries and, and I think the Chargers are more healthy. Uh, but you know, we're going to see how, how this, how this, how, how the NFL shapes out after week eight, it's going to be very interesting. Thank you guys for joining me in my podcast. I really do appreciate it. I am your host, JD Holt. And I will see you Saturday night at 11 o'clock.